This is Detroit Today on 1019 WDET. I'm Stephen Henderson, and as always, thanks for joining us. Last month, we paid tribute to our most loyal and dependable caller here on Detroit Today, Tom Wilson, who passed away from COVID-19. Now, we got a lot of response from that segment. So many listeners reached out with their condolences and their memories of Tom from Northwest Detroit, as he was best known to our audience. We even heard from some national media, including the folks at Al Jazeera English, who interviewed Tom shortly before the Michigan primary in March at a Joe Biden rally for the show Fault Lines. Short clip of that interview ran recently on Fault Lines, and now the reporter who conducted that interview, Daniel Marins, is writing a piece about Tom for Huff Post. Joining us now to talk more about this is Daniel Marins. He is covering the 2020 presidential race for Huff Post. Interviewed Tom Wilson for Al Jazeera English just a few weeks before Tom died of COVID-19, and is writing a piece about Tom for Huff Post. Daniel, welcome to Detroit Today. Great to be here, Stephen. Yeah. So let's first listen to your interview with Tom Wilson back in March. This is right before we went to the polls to vote in the Democratic presidential primary. Why do you think Joe Biden is the man to beat Donald Trump? If Joe Biden was good enough for Barack Obama for two terms, he's good enough for me. What is your name, sir? I am the one, the only, the inimitable Thomas A. Wilson Jr. Thomas, what do you do for a living? Uh, I'm retired, but I work, I'm retired from Detroit Public Schools. Been retired seven years. So you were a teacher? Yes. Are you a union member? Yes. And why are you supporting Joe Biden? Because Joe Biden's the only person in this race who is capable of taking Donald Trump out of the White House. He's the man that's going to bring normalcy back to this country. He's also going to get the much lost respect from our allies that Trump's alienated, as well as probably even some people, countries that didn't like us. What do you think of Bernie Sanders? I admire the man for what he's trying to do, but Bernie, he talks a lot of eargasm. It sounds good to the ear, but when the bottom line comes down, when the rubber hits the road, there's no free lunch. We're not going to have free education, all right? And, and even the health care. Somewhere in that situation, there would be a bill that's going to come due. Did you say eargasm? Yes, I said eargasm. Okay. I just hadn't heard that before. Okay. Well, you can use it. I don't have a, a copyright on it. Can Bernie Sanders beat Donald Trump? No. I don't think so. I mean, you know, they're, they're going to take the socialist name and tie that to communism, and they're going to put it against Bernie. And you know how some of the folks in this country are. You start talking socialism and communism, and it's like, oh, God, you know, here we go. And no, he, it wouldn't happen. It wouldn't happen. Thank you so much, Thomas. All right, okay. I appreciate you. Sure, I'll send you a bill. <laughs> <laughs> that was Tom Wilson, our longtime listener and caller here on Detroit Today, talking with Daniel Marins, uh, ahead of the 2020 presidential Democratic primary here in Michigan. Uh, Daniel, there are so many little pieces of that interview that remind me of how uh, how dynamic uh, an interview Tom could be, and uh, sort of how funny he could be about uh, about serious things. Yeah, it was this kind of blend of 
really passionate rank and file activism, hard headedness, I think, about uh, sort of no free lunch, mm-hmm. that the sense that you have to, to, to earn uh, some things combined with a, a kind of a mainstream liberalism that American society does owe its citizens something, a hand up, uh, but not a handout. And, and he sort of had his very particular way of, of explaining that. And of course, uh, his, his kind of charming cockiness and sense of humor, <laughs> this sort of almost way of, way of puffing himself up that was almost self-deprecating and ironic. Sure. And, um, you know, we, we saw him on, on the line there to that Biden rally, and we just knew that uh, this, this was a guy who, let me put it to you this way, normally you, you sometimes have to nudge people a little bit to be willing to talk in front of a camera, but... Uh, Tom wasn't that way at all. Yeah, yeah. Um, what was it that uh, led you to talk to Tom? What made him stand out from the uh, the other people uh, who were who were at that event? Yeah, it's a good question. I mean, I think obviously he had this kind of distinctive look, right? He had, um, you know, he had the Obama hat on. We're like, oh, this guy's. This guy's a hardcore Democrat, <laughs> um, a, you know, a supporter of Obama, Biden. Um, and like I said, you know, when, when you're putting together a documentary film like this, you are looking to assemble as much material as possible and then sort of sift through it afterwards for what the real gems are. And so we spoke to a number of people on that line who didn't make the cut. And Tom was willing to speak to us. He was willing to stick around. He even apparently thought that his interview was worth us compensating him for. <laughs> right, like you said, uh, he'd send me a bill. Like, <laughs> yes, send me a bill. Um, and uh, I and 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 you know what really stood out, and you played that that clip. Um, to be honest, that's actually we we sort of put that out on social media. We used something a bit smaller in the twenty-five minute film itself, which I encourage people to check out. Mm-hmm. Out of zero fault lines on on YouTube. Um, and that was just the eargasm clip, which I, I thought was, it was a, kind of a unique, uh, um, uh, take on, on words, but also really kind of embodied it very colorfully a, a way of, um, a way that something that we heard from a lot of more traditional Democrats about Bernie Sanders, that he was promising the world that he, he was promising eargasm, so to speak, mm-hmm. um, but, but he couldn't deliver. And that, that was one of the reasons that Tom really made the cut. And uh, he was already really in the mix when, when we, you know, I mean, he was already part of the script when we, when we got the news about him. Yeah, yeah. Um, talk about the article you're writing about Tom and uh, why you decided to write it. Yeah, so I actually, it, I actually ended up uh, publishing it early this morning. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and it was effectively a a remembrance and obituary that i wanted to use to share my experience i i did a bunch of additional reporting i spoke to you about tom i mm-hmm. spoke to uh former senator burt johnson uh Congre- current state representative sherry gay dagnogo um rick blocker the head of the uh congressional district for 14th congressional district democratic party and uh tom's Tom's widow, uh, Eileen, uh, Tina Wilson, as she's nicknamed Tina, mm-hmm. and his sister, Cheryl West, as well, who uh, had, had written to your station mm-hmm. uh, when you spoke about Tom. 
the whole thing just kind of shook me. And I mean, honestly, I don't, I don't like to make the reporter's notebook, the sort of behind the scenes insights about how I feel about my reporting a big part of the story. But in this case, I, I follow a bunch of Michigan Democratic Facebook pages just from covering Michigan Democratic politics over the years. And I saw, oh, my God, this man who I interviewed um, died suddenly. And mm-hmm. I, I was sort of fascinated. I was totally unaware of just what a, a, a pillar in the community he was. I mean, really somebody who, as you've told me, everybody knew all the community meetings, all the editorial boards, all the different shows where he was a frequent caller. And I mean, he was frying burgers for, for the cops during police appreciation week. He was planting geraniums and marigolds uh, to beautify his neighborhood. He was raising his grandkids actually in his own home and, you know, um, was an usher in his own Catholic church. So this was, sort of fascinating to me that 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 this person who i saw in passing was so so important to the lives of so many and and to the city of detroit and i wanted to just find a way to bring a little snapshot of that and and some stories about that to uh the broader world obviously i know there have already been some obituaries i opened with a highlight um that i that i was able to mine a lot of people speak very broadly about his work but Mm -hmm. Bert Johnson was able to tell me that that uh, that Tom that he really thought Tom played an instrumental role in in overturning the Education Achievement Authority, the mm-hmm. state system for mm-hmm. taking over some of Detroit's public, uh, troubled schools, and and um, and other people have also told me that they feel that Tom played a pivotal role in getting casinos to the city of Detroit mm-hmm. uh, against sort of the objections of some more religious conservatives. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, we should also mention that that article that you've written is titled Detroit Democratic Activist Death from COVID-19 Leaves a Big Void. And our listeners can find that uh, on on HuffPost. Uh, I want to quickly go to a, a call here before we have to end the program. Ed uh, in Detroit, I've got about 30 seconds left, but wanted to get you in here. Okay. I just wanted to say that I always enjoyed the wit and wisdom Tom brought to discussions, questions of the day often asked the very question I wanted to ask, but I always learn something when I listen yeah. to Tom. Yeah. Ed, I really appreciate the call. Uh, and Daniel Marins, thank you very much for the work that you're doing and for being here with us on Detroit Today. Thank you. All right, that's going to do it for us. I will be back on Monday. I hope you will, too. Also, stay tuned to On Point. I will be one of the guests on their National News Roundup table, uh, roundtable today. This is 1019 WDET, Detroit's NPR station, your connection to news, music, and conversation. Talk again on Monday.